Hello and welcome to the Kiara Goes Global podcast. The Kiara Goes Global podcast is your one-stop shop for navigating anything travel, lifestyle, and growth related as you experience your 20s and early adulthood. Guided by your host, Kiara Mason, let's enjoy this journey together. Hello and welcome. I wanted to start today by diving into a little bit of the story behind how Kiara Goes Global came to be. It really all started when I was on an exchange at the University of Manchester during my undergraduate degree while at UBC. This is quite a few years ago now, but during my exchange, it was a really pivotal time for me to just have the chance to explore more and really push my own limits. And a lot of that came through on my very first solo trip where I traveled for three weeks by myself around Europe and the UK. And in my three weeks of traveling around, Prague was actually the first destination on my list. So I'm gonna do a bit of a look back today at my adventures in Prague. I remember it was definitely a bumpy start. I had flown from Manchester to Munich in Germany, and I was supposed to take a bus overnight to Prague. However, my flight had been delayed, and I was actually unable to catch my bus. What followed was the struggle of finding a way to get to Prague while being in the middle of Munich in the middle of the night where hardly anyone spoke English. Luckily, I was able to find a bus departing at around 3 a.m. that would wind up eventually bringing me to Prague. That was the good news, but unfortunately, finding the bus station itself was a whole nother story. I remember I was wandering for hours trying to locate it, and I actually almost missed my bus. But thankfully, I did make it in time even though later on I had to switch buses and wound up standing outside in the cold at 6 a.m. for an hour. It all worked out in the end. I made it to Prague and I was so excited to finally arrive and be in the city. Some of my friends had traveled to Prague previously and described it as one of their favorite places. So I decided to set about exploring to see what this city had to offer. I remember walking around for a while and winding up in Old Town, which is basically the main sightseeing area of Prague. Since Easter was quickly approaching at the time that I was there, there were a lot of markets set up in Old Town, providing various foods, drinks, and souvenirs, all very traditional. And it was so neat to wander around and try some delicious foods, including crepes and more. I have such good memories just thinking about it. Afterwards, I decided to head towards my hostel, which was located in Newtown, close by. This was actually my first time really backpacking and staying in hostels, so that was an experience in and of itself. And I had been walking around with my backpack actually all day, so it's starting to get to the point where it was a little bit heavy and I was feeling a bit tired from my journey. So the hostel I stayed at while in Prague was called Hostel Advantage. It was really close to everything. The staff were super friendly and they had breakfast included, which was great. Gotta love staying somewhere they include breakfast. But if I were to go back again, I would recommend staying in Old Town if you visit Prague. 
Some of the observations that I made from my first day include the fact that Prague is much cleaner than Manchester. If you've been to Manchester in England, you know it's a bit rough around the edges. There's a lot of people that are smoking cigarettes nearby. But Prague seems to be a little bit more cleaner than that. And to me, it reminded me of a compilation of some of the other European cities I've visited, particularly Zurich, Paris, and even parts of Italy as well. Yet Prague is really unique in its own way, particularly with all of its colorful buildings, which are such an incredible sight to see. The next day of my journey, I decided to explore the other side of the river. But before doing that, I found myself back in Old Town and I decided to explore the astronomical clock tower. This clock tower is a big monument that's right in the middle of the square. And if you buy a ticket, which is relatively inexpensive, you can climb the stairs to the top of the tower and take in some views of the city. To be honest, there are not that many stairs and the view is so worth it. I remember just seeing absolutely incredible panoramic views of Prague. You can look down on the Old Town Square, see all of the market vendors there. You can also see across towards Newtown and look across the river towards the castles. The top of the tower is actually outside. It has a really narrow walkway all the way around and there is a barrier that's around it but you can leave over it if you want. I do very distinctly recall I was leaning quite far over the edge to try to take some photos and I may or may not have almost lost my phone a couple of times but definitely a great experience. Some of my favorite pictures ever actually came from this moment so I did would definitely recommend going to visit the astronomical clock tower in the center of old town if you get a chance it was one of my favorite parts of prague and some of the best views that i took in throughout my entire trip actually afterwards i crossed the river to the lesser quarter this houses many of prague's castles and the lesser quarter itself is also a really neat area it's very quaint with many restaurants shops narrow streets and colorful buildings it's definitely one of my favorite areas of the city. I also explored Prague Castle and was able to witness a procession of the guards, which is really neat to see. There were some great views from the castle as well, since it's up the hill a little bit from the lesser quarter. So you're looking down onto the lesser quarter and the rest of Prague below, which is really neat. And of course, Prague has so many cool restaurants and shops combined with its amazing scenery. For instance, in the hillside of the castle, there was actually the tiniest Starbucks I'd ever seen with this incredible view of the lesser quarter below. I remember you could just look out the window and see absolutely incredible sights and something I'd love to see again. After exploring around the castle area, I headed back towards the lesser quarter to explore the John Lennon wall. It's a really famous monument. John Lennon spent a lot of time in Prague. And there's a lot of lyrics on the wall. Pretty incredible place to be. And the historic Charles Bridge as well, which is a footbridge that's covered with statues. It's a really incredible place to check out as well. Shortly, the sun began to set and it was all so beautiful. I walked along the river for a while and then I had to head back to my hostel to collect my backpack. Unfortunately, I was only in Prague for a couple of days, so I really needed to pack in as much time sightseeing as I could before I left. 
And once I gathered my things from the hostel, I needed to find my way back to the bus station, which, of course, I thought would be very easy to walk to since I initially walked from the bus station when I first arrived in Prague, but somehow I got lost again. So luckily, I met a lot of strangers who were able to help me find my way so that I didn't miss my bus again. So definitely some interesting transportation issues that I had with that one. But in conclusion, Prague was so lovely overall, a really incredible place for me to visit. I'm really glad that it was the first stop that was on my list. And even though having two days felt like enough, I would have enjoyed being able to spend an extra day there. Prague is very friendly. It feels very safe. I didn't feel out of place or threatened at all. And just such an incredible atmosphere to be in and someplace I'd really love to visit again. Some of the top sites and areas that I visited include Old Town, the Astronomical Clock Tower, the Lesser Quarter, and Charles Bridge. If you are planning to travel to Prague in the future, I really hope that you enjoy your time there and you get the chance to take in some of these sites. I hope I will get to go back someday as well. Truly wonderful place to be. So that was a quick recap about my time in Prague, which was quite a few years ago now. Things may have changed since then. I'm not 100% sure. It's been a while since I've been back, but it really set my journey off on a good foot. And we're going to be talking a lot more about some of my past travels on the podcast here, especially since in this current time of the COVID-19 pandemic, international travel is so limited. It's nice to be able to look back at some of the adventures that I have had in the past and reminisce and share that those stories with all of you. And for the rest of the episode today, we are going to take some time to talk about my second destination on this three-week solo trip, which was Budapest, Hungary. I arrived early in the morning after an overnight bus journey from my previous destination in Prague, the Czech Republic, and I had to navigate where exactly I was going when I arrived in Budapest. Luckily, I managed to figure out how to get into the city center, which involved taking the subway. Because I didn't use any public transportation when I was in Prague, this was a new experience for me, particularly because the majority of the signage was in Hungarian and not in English. However, I made do and I wound up in the city center where I decided to start exploring for a little bit. My first stop was St. Stephen's Basilica, which is an absolutely beautiful church that is still used for services. It was so lovely to see. Then I headed towards the river. Budapest is very similar to Prague in that it is also divided by a river into two sides, the Buddha side and the Pest side. However, Budapest is much bigger than Prague, and the sites are much more spread out, which makes sightseeing a bit more difficult, as I would find out shortly. Soon, I headed to the hostel I was staying at, Casa di la Musica, located on the Pest side of the city. It was a really interesting hostel in that half of it is outside and half of it is inside. It's kind of set up like a bunch of apartments with different terraces. It was really nice and quiet when I was there though. I actually spent two nights 
of the three nights that I was there in a six person room by myself. So that was a really nice and relaxing time to spend reconnecting at the hostel. The staff were really friendly at this hostel as well. However, if I were to go back again, I would recommend staying on the Buddha side of the city as there are more sites on that side of the river and I had to do a lot of walking. But in the end, it was still a really nice place to be and have as a home base while I was there. After I settled in, I walked some more along some popular streets that have the Opera House, a few different museums, and at the very end of the road, Heroes Square. Heroes Square is a massive monument dedicated to those who fell in the war. It was really neat to see, and it's located at the beginning of a beautiful park, which has a really lovely lake and a restaurant sitting right on the top of the lake. A really incredible place to see. Though I was able to take in these few lovely sights, I couldn't help but feel incredibly lonely. I'm not sure if it was the slightly off vibe that I got from Budapest, or if it was due to my lack of sleep from the overnight bus, or the fact that the hostel was nearly empty, but it was really at this point that I started to question myself and if I could actually handle traveling on my own for the next few weeks by myself. As I mentioned before, this was my first time doing anything like this. And so I'm really not the person who usually spontaneously does things on my own and is confident enough to feel secure and safe in who I am to go out into the world to do so. So it was definitely a challenging moment, but that is part of who I wanted to become at that time. So I decided to continue on with my travels. And I do feel, you know, after this big three-week trip, I felt like a much different person. And I really know that I can do anything that I set my mind to. And so with all of this determination in mind, and after a great long sleep in the hostel, I set out on my second day in Budapest with a really great mindset of just having a great day. And I did. I started at the Great Market Hall, which I still remember and can almost, if I close my eyes, I can just get all the smells and the sights back like I'm right there. It's a massive three-story building that's filled with fresh vegetables, fruit, meat and cheese produce, and hundreds of souvenir stands and food vendors. Just an incredible area, and needless to say, I spent a couple of hours there taking everything in. Afterwards, I headed to the Buddha side of town, and I decided to hike up Geert Hill. This hike was definitely the highlight of my time in Budapest. Besides the fact that the day I went, it was really nice and sunny, hiking up Geert Hill provides you with amazing views at every turn. Whether you're hiking up, hiking down, truly all around, everywhere you took, you can have an incredible view of the city below. I took some really incredible panoramic photos and just doing this hike alone made me feel so much better. I truly do believe that nature is the best medicine and that was just a great, a great testament to that for sure. Heading down from Geert Hill, I went towards Buddha Castle and the surrounding area. The castle basically has a bunch of monuments and museums, as well as some great views of the city. A bit further along is 
Matthias Church, and Fisherman's Bastion, which are neat to look at architecturally, as well as providing more spectacular views. I remember that this was actually one of my favorite areas of Budapest to explore, so I highly recommend checking it out if you are in the city. After taking these many sites in, I decided it was time to head back across the river towards the Pest side. I crossed the chain bridge and I got to see an absolutely lovely, lovely sunset on the Danube River. The Danube River is definitely one of the nicest rivers I've seen, especially near some of the cities that I've been to. And it was so nice to walk along the bridge and just enjoy it. Some other observations that I have made about Budapest in general is that it seems a lot less vibrant than Prague, especially in terms of the buildings. Most of the buildings in Budapest are really gray and white, and in Prague they were a lot more colorful. And the atmosphere as well, I think, kind of contributes to that. I found people weren't quite as friendly in Budapest as they were as Prague, but part of this might be due to the fact that Budapest is more widely known for its nightlife, which is not something I took part in while I was there, so I can't comment on that. But if you do get the chance to go, I definitely recommend checking out their nightlife as well. The next day of my time in Budapest, I slept in a lot, which was really nice. And then I decided to explore the Jewish quarter of Pest. And the main point I wanted to see was the Great Synagogue. The synagogue was absolutely incredible, and I was reminded of the atrocities that were committed to the Jews, not only those in Germany, but also those in Hungary, especially right in the center of Budapest. And the area surrounding the great synagogue in Budapest has many monuments for those who lost their lives to these atrocities, including the memorial garden and their weeping willow. There's also a Jewish museum nearby, which was really interesting for me to see and really reflect on all those horrible things that have happened so many years ago. I did not realize that it had as big of an impact on Hungary as I had thought. And that was a really a big moment for me. And I do think it's on all of us to reflect and ensure that these types of tragedies never happen again. Afterwards, I decided uh, it was time for me to relax and do something that Budapest is really known for, which is its baths. So I went to the Geert baths, which were really neat. They feature eight different thermal pools with varying temperatures. They also have a swimming pool and an outdoor pool area, plus spa services and restaurants. In comparison to other things that you might do in Budapest, I would say it was a little bit more expensive, but Budapest in general was extremely cheap to visit. So overall, I still found that the baths were a decent price compared to any other country that you'd be visiting. And it was definitely well worth it. I spent a lot of hours there relaxing my sore muscles, especially from walking around so much and the hike the day before definitely recommend checking out the baths if you are in Budapest. Afterwards, it was time to return to the hostel and I was able to see Budapest all lit up at night, which was really cool. 
In conclusion, Budapest was a really interesting place for me to see, and I learned a lot from the places that I went to, but I don't know if I would consider it my favorite. However, it is by far the cheapest place that I traveled to. So if you are looking for somewhere to go where you will get the best bang for your buck, Budapest is definitely the place. Three days was definitely enough time for me to see everything, but it was also nice to relax a little bit. And I'd really recommend those two to three days in Budapest just to give you a really good feel of the city. Some of the things I consider as my top things to see or do in Budapest include hiking Geert Hill, visiting the Great Synagogue and the Jewish Museum, and visiting the baths. Budapest has a large variety of options that all offer slightly different experiences for the baths, so I'd recommend doing some research ahead of time and deciding which baths would be the best option for you. If you are choosing to visit Budapest, I recommend staying on the Buddha side as there are more attractions to see there and you have to do a little bit less walking. But I do hope that anyone who travels to Budapest in the future enjoys the hiking, reflecting, and relaxing that Budapest offers. That's definitely the three main highlights that it brought for me and I hope I get the chance to potentially go back again in the future. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Kiara Goes Global podcast. For more ways to connect with us, you can visit our website at kiaragoesglobal.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.